Hello and welcome to The Word Opened with me, Bramwell, from Holness Ministries. This is a weekly podcast opening God's Word, going through verse by verse and looking at what God's Word, the Bible, says. So last week we were focusing on the boldness of Peter and the fact that the Holy Spirit had fallen upon him. He'd been empowered, and through that empowerment, he had been made bold. The Holy Spirit had made him bold enough to overcome fears and things in his life that then made him able to speak to thousands. And not just to speak to thousands, but also to speak in that moment to the people that were potentially there who had seen Jesus crucified, potentially even the people there who had killed him. And he spoke boldly and bluntly to this crowd. That can only be done by the Holy Spirit. It can only be done by being empowered by the Holy Spirit. And just as we come into today's time together. Lord, I pray. I pray today for boldness. I pray that today, Lord, by the power of your Holy Spirit, you will empower all those that are listening to hear your word and to be able to preach boldly the gospel, to be able to share the gospel with boldness wherever they are and wherever they go. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So let's pick up from Acts 2, verse 22. Men of Israel, hear these words. Now this is Peter speaking. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested by God to you by miracles, wonders and signs which God did through him in your midst, as you yourselves also know, him being delivered by the determined purpose and foreknowledge of God, you have taken by lawless hands, have crucified and put to death, whom God raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be held by it. Peter is giving the gospel. He is giving the gospel clearly and bluntly, as well as pointing the finger. Pointing the finger and saying, though you have taken by lawless hands. The gospel. Jesus died and was raised again. He overcame death. That is the gospel. That is the gospel. Yet Jesus died, he rose again, and he overcame death. And Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 15, verses 1 to 5, very clearly the gospel. He says, Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received and in which you stand, by which also you are saved. If you hold fast that word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you, first of all, that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, 
and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures, and that he was seen by Cephas, then by the twelve. Paul clearly gives the gospel, and he says that it is the gospel which he preached. You know, the gospel that he preached to the church in Corinth is the same gospel that we preach today. The gospel has not changed. Yeah, he makes it clear that he's declared that gospel to them. He makes it clear that they received it. And it is in the gospel that they stand. You know, it's in the gospel that we stand. Our faith is built on the gospel. Our faith is built on Jesus. We cannot get away from that. You cannot put your faith in anything else. If your faith is in anything else, it will fall away. Do you know, we try. We try to do things in our own means. We try to do things in our own way. Here we put our faith in worldly things. Oh, money will give me everything I need. So I'm going to plow all my resources into getting as much money. How many, how many people, uh, you know, famous people, have shared that money actually made them miserable? You know, Freddie Mercury is one person that we know who has who said you know, that money made him miserable. Having money does not solve all your problems. Putting faith in drugs. Oh, drugs will solve my problems. You know, I can take drugs and I can escape from this world for five or ten minutes. But the problems are still always there. And then you create more problems. Faith in these things will only destroy your life and are not permanent. Putting your faith in a person what happens when that person dies? Faith can only be in Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ died upon the cross for your sins. He was buried, but he rose again. And that means that he is alive today. Everything that we do is built on that. Jesus has overcome death. And through believing in him, believing in his death and resurrection, we have a death and resurrection. We have a new life. We die to ourselves. We die to our old life. And we now have a new life which is with him. So the question is, have you done that? Have you laid down your life? Joe, you know, when people come to you and say things, and say things that are upsetting, cruel, lies, I'm not going to say it doesn't hurt. But what I am going to say is, do you recognize it for what it is? And do you say, I'm in Jesus. 
Dude, Jesus was called all sorts of names. Jesus was whipped and stripped. He was beaten. He was crucified on a cross for lies. And yet not once did he raise his finger in retaliation. Not once did he turn around and say, this is really unfair. No. But yet we as human beings, when we get these things come against us, we actually turn around and we say, this isn't fair. And we even talk about, you know, revenge and getting our own back and all these sorts of things. And, you know, we talk about, oh, you know, I'm really miserable in this and those sorts of things. Do you know, it's time to let that go. Now, I know that you can sit there and you can say, well, Bramwell, that's easier said than done. And I'm going to agree with you. But you know what? With Christ, all things are possible. All things are possible. Do you know, I just want to share you know, a brief part of my testimony that yeah, I, I've there's been a number of occasions where I've walked through hurts. One example is I was sexually abused as a child. I was sexually abused by a teacher. And I never thought I could get over that. In fact, I suppressed it for so long that I even pushed it to the back of my mind. And then in my 30s, it it, it just bubbled over. And I was diagnosed with PTSD. And you know, from that, a whole load of you know, repercussions, which involved me then losing my marriage and uh, you know, my life just was a mess. But then I found Jesus. I accepted Jesus into my life and I accepted what he had done for me. You know, he came and he found me on my bathroom floor when I cried out to him. And I said, Lord, if you're real, you are going to have to save me. And he stepped in and he did. And my goodness, did he make a massive difference to my life. Now, I could spend ages going through all the differences and the transformations and everything. But you, that, what I want to talk about is this whole thing of the forgiveness and letting things go. Because he helped me to recognize that the person that had abused me was being used spiritually. You, we don't like to talk about it, particularly in the Western world, but there is a demonic spiritual element that's going on. You know, people don't like to, some people don't like to talk about God. But you can't talk about the devil without talking about God. And you can't talk about God without talking about the devil. You know, because where there is good, there is also evil and vice versa. And so through Jesus, through reading God's word, the Bible, I recognize these things. And I recognized the spiritual element of what was happening. 
and what had happened all those years ago. And as I did that, as I did that, my life started to open up and I was able to get to a place where I could forgive the man for what he did. I could forgive the man for what he did. And it's even come to a place now where after 20 plus years, there's an opportunity to sit down with this man and say to him, I forgive you. And I want to tell you why I forgive you. And to have the opportunity to share the gospel with him. This is not because of anything to do with me. It is to do with the gospel. It is to do with Jesus for what he has done for me. And he's been able to transform my life around so much to come to that place. Because I've recognized what Jesus went through. I can't even explain it any more than that. But the point being that the gospel is what transforms us. Paul writes in Romans 1 verses 16 to 17, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek, for it is for in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. You know, we shouldn't be ashamed of what Christ has done. We shouldn't be ashamed to share what Christ has done. You know, I know people who personally say oh I, I, I can't evangelize I can't share the gospel you know I have a fear of speaking about Jesus do you know we say this so many times and I'm sure it's a, a common thing that you've heard that fear doesn't come from God fear comes from the devil yes we are to fear God that's a reverential fear, but it's also to be afraid of his wrath. We don't want to be under his wrath. You know, if we're afraid of his wrath, if we're fearful of his wrath, that's a healthy place to be. Because we don't want to be under that. It's respecting God for what he is, for who he is, and for what he can do. He has all that power. But if we're fearful of sharing the gospel, we are fearful of a command that God gives us. We're fearful of a command that Jesus gives us. And if we're fearful of that, then we have a real issue in regards to what the command of Jesus is. To share the gospel. I'm totally aware that there are some people who are fearful because they've not been equipped. They've not been trained in sharing the gospel. Potentially, there's even some of you out there that are listening to this that are saying, well, the gospel is this or the gospel is that. 
and what you're hearing today of you christ died for your sins he was buried and he rose again that's the gospel and hearing that and you're saying well i've i've never heard that as the gospel you i come back to what paul says in 1 corinthians 15 he declares the gospel he says this is the gospel and so you he makes it clear what the gospel is but man then tries to transform and change things and manipulate things in their own way we have to come back to what the bible says this is the gospel and so when we know it and it's true within our hearts that it is this that saves us that it is the fact that christ died for our sins the fact that he was buried and he rose again when that is our truth when that is what we know is the gospel and we recognize it is that that saves us and it's true and we believe it in our hearts and we're transformed by it how could we be ashamed of it how could we be fearful of, of sharing it because it's that that brings the transformation everything is built upon the gospel and this is what peter has been making clear as he stands up boldly and preaches this first sermon if you like he makes it clear and so what peter uh, so what paul is saying in romans 1 i am not ashamed of the gospel of christ for it is the power of god to salvation to everyone who believes it's the power it's the equipping of god to salvation it's the only thing that can give us salvation for everyone who believes we believe in the gospel which then equips us for salvation that in, in, that then powers us for salvation for in it the righteousness of god is revealed from faith to faith the just shall live by faith we cannot have the gospel without faith because we believe faith is believing in something we can't see we believe in the fact that jesus is alive today he is risen we are believing that he has risen from the grave that when he was crucified on that cross he is risen and alive today and because of that you are saved you have your sins forgiven that your sins were nailed onto that cross when he was nailed onto that cross he bore all your disobedience that's what sin is it's the disobedience you you are disobedient you are disobedient to god when you're born you're born into a sinful world you don't have to teach a child how to be disobedient to a parent they naturally do it why because we are born into a sinful world adam when he ate of the fruit disobeyed god's command that he'd given to him of do not eat from that tree do not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil do not eat from it and when he ate the fruit he had opened up 
sin. He opened up because he was disobedient. It wasn't the apple. It wasn't the fruit. It wasn't an apple. <laughs> the Bible doesn't say it was an apple. It was a fruit. It wasn't the eating of. It wasn't the fruit itself that brought sin. It was the disobedience of Adam that brought sin. And this is what we need to get into our heads and understand that we do things that are disobedient to God, disobedient to what he lays down in his laws. And when we do that from an early age as a child, we have already sinned. And that's what Christ went to the cross for. He went to the cross for that disobedience, for that sin. And that's why it is only Jesus that saves. It is only the gospel that saves. So let's go back to Acts 2, uh, verse 22 to 24. Men of Israel hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested by God to you by miracles, wonders and signs, which God did through him in your midst, as you yourselves also know him being delivered by the determined purpose and foreknowledge of God, you have taken by lawless hands, have crucified and put to death, whom God raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be held by it. We've said before that Peter is bold, but I just want to highlight again how bold he is, because he says, a man attested by God. This word attested in the Greek also means to point out. It means to point out, to show forth, to expose, to view, to exhibit, to declare. It even means to prove what kind of a person anyone is. Peter is makingly abundantly clear that Jesus of Nazareth was a man who was exposed by God, who was pointed out by God, that was declared by God, that was exhibited and proven by God through miracles, wonders and signs that he was the Son of God, that he was the Messiah. Peter is being that blunt with them. And it comes back to what we said in regards to Paul in Romans about not being ashamed of the gospel. We're not to be ashamed. We're to be blunt. We're to be clear. It doesn't mean that we go around you know, hitting people with the Bible. You know, that's not the case at all. What we're saying is that we are to be clear with the gospel when we are commanded by jesus by the holy spirit to share the gospel with someone we have to do it and we have to make it clear we have to prove the point joe it's it, i just want to share this as well that it's not about us do you know, I've seen someone share the gospel in a way where I've stood and gone, what on earth are they talking about? And a group of youngsters, youths, teenagers, standing around listening. And as they listen, he 
realizes that he's got their attention and he stops and he then talks to them directly and as he talks to them directly the everything overspills the love of jesus overspills and they get the true gospel and they come to faith it was a great example of the fact that you know, it's not about you it's all about him be obedient to him be obedient to him but it's not about you it is all about him and so be bold be clear in regards to giving the gospel because this is how Jesus is glorified today you can go around saying Jesus loves you what does that mean what does it really and truly mean yeah Jesus loves you whoopee how does that save me it doesn't Jesus's love does not save you it's the gospel that saves Christ died for your sins he was buried and he rose again three days later and who raised him come back to acts 2 24 whom god raised up god raised him up no man god god raised up having loosed the pains of death because it was not possible that he should be held by it god is the one who raised his son from the dead it's the authority that God gives him that sees him do all the miracles and wonders those are all the things that prove that Jesus was who he said he is and you know what the same is in you as well if you are a believer in Christ, if you've truly understood the gospel and accepted it, then you can walk in the same signs and wonders. You can walk in the same miracles. You can walk in the same healings. In fact, Jesus says that you will do greater things. The thing is, you need to believe that. If you believe it, you can do these things. Have the faith. Have the faith in what Jesus says. If Jesus is the true Son of God, as he says he is, which I believe he is, then you can do these things. You can have that faith. Have the faith that Jesus was risen from the dead. If you have that faith, then you can have a miracles. You can do wonders. You can do signs because of the authority that he gives you, which is an authority that comes from God. Jesus says that the authority comes from heaven. The authority comes from above. He tells us so. And he says he gives that authority to us. The thing is, do you walk in it? Do you believe it? Do you have the faith in it? Because if you do, you can do things and greater. And again, I continue to say we're building those foundations of what we see throughout Acts. But this is a big one. This is a big one today. It's the gospel. But it's also walking in faith. Walking in faith that you can do signs and wonders and miracles and healings. 
that you can preach the gospel, share the gospel. And that through you, as you give that authority, Jesus will save people. It's through you. It's not because of you. It's through you that he wants to use you. If he's called you by name, he's called you by name for a purpose. It's time to accept that. And it's time to believe in it, have faith in it, and rise up. Because he wants to rise up his mighty army. Lord Jesus, we pray for your army to rise up. We pray that your army will rise standing on the gospel, standing on what you've done for us. And that as they rise up, that they take ground. You take ground through them. This is a mighty army that you are raising up. It is no longer a time to sit and do nothing. It's no longer a time to walk in fear, but it is a time to rise up and to stand in faith and to stand in truth and to share the gospel with you command to share the gospel with. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs>